Welcome to Self-Discovery Radio, where the discovery of self is just a show away. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life. I am your host, Sarah Troy. Loneliness is a killer, so let us be the solution. Being alone, being forgotten, ignored, just not seen, is killing not only our seniors, but our homeless and those in life transition. When you have lived your life with someone, and that's all you've ever known, and now they're gone, there's an empty space. And they long for interaction on a daily basis, not just once a month. If seniors are not speaking to people every day, they can lose their voice and they certainly can lose their mind. And that loneliness becomes so despairing, eating away at them. Everything they have been, everything they have done seems to be forgotten. No one cares. And it is so sad because we are losing generations of elders with such wisdom, such stories, that it is our loss. You will notice that I put three videos on my posting and I really do encourage you all to look at them. One is on a couple of elders who are alone, desperately alone, and they share how awful it is to be alone. Another is Cyber Seniors, it's a beautiful documentary, I've just given you the preview to it, of kids coming together to work with seniors on teaching them how to use the internet. They suddenly can reach out to people. They can reach out, they can touch, they can interact, and it is something that really has opened up the world in such an, an amazing way. And it also brings together the youth, where they can share the wisdom and the joy and the wonderment of a journey past from their elders. A beautiful gift of bridging the gap. But you'll also see a very beautiful little video that's been put out by John Lewis about Christmas, the man on the moon, and a story of a man on the moon all alone looking back down at earth, and a little girl looking back up. Connection is key to us folks. We all need that connection. We need to know we belong. We need to know that people care. We need to know that our lives count for something. I think loneliness is one of the worst things you can feel. Like when you're in pain or in anguish, you're feeling something. But when you're just numb, empty, alone, feeling that you could disappear off the face of the earth just like dust and no one will know, that is very, very despairing. And yes, even in my youth, as I am 61, not quite those old as elders yet, on my way to seniorship, I've known that loneliness in my life. For me, it was the loneliness amongst people. I couldn't be seen, I couldn't be heard. I vibrated on a different frequency, and I was just not connecting. So I've had a taste of that loneliness, and I know how it can feel. It has always been through the history of time that elders were respected. They had paved the way for the generations of today. They had worked hard, they had strived, they had built so they could pass on. Not only the roads they paved for us, but the wisdom that they imparted, the knowledge that a lifetime, only a lifetime can accumulate. Elders are people 
that when you're young you look out and go, they smell funny. They're deaf. They're this, they're that. But it is up to us to teach our children that no matter what is happening to the body of an elder, their spirit, their knowledge, their divinity, their spirit is still alive in them. Spend time, listen to their stories, be around them. I'm sure that you know of somebody who is on their own, be it a senior or to somebody that is lonely. Maybe you could reach out your North American Thanksgiving or, or Christmas or even just a meal around the Christmas period and invite them to your home. They just need to be amongst the laughter, amongst the people. And if you can't do that, maybe a nice care package dropped off to them. Something where they can feel that they've been heard. If you're going to give them a book, make sure it's big font. If you're going to give them a CD, make sure they have a CD player. If you're going to give them some hard candy, make sure they have teeth. You know, be a little aware of who they are. And if you can't invite them for the big dinner, maybe invite them over for tea. A little something where you reach out. I used to do this when I had a home. I always had somebody there for Thanksgiving or for Christmas, an extension of. And I remember one year I had Jehovah Witness, Jewish, and um, East Indian faith all at the, at the table. And it wasn't about, and this is something that amazed them, it wasn't about religion. It was about the love of coming together, the camaraderie, sharing over a feast, laughing, being together. That is really what the gift of Christmas is about. Love, being together, caring for mankind. Not about the gifts, although they're very nice. Not about the decorations, although they tinsel nicely. It's about the camaraderie of people coming together. But that's just the season, and it is one of the worst times for people on their own. The suicide rate is absolutely dreadful. And you can imagine the whole world is celebrating, and yet nobody knows they're there. So what can you do to help people who are elders and on their own? Now I've put a, a, a fact sheet here of isolation and it's the facts about seniors isolation and actually how detrimental it is to their health. <coughs> but here are a few tips of what we can do in the meantime. Maintain frequent contact. If you know somebody is out there, maybe a weekly little something to them. Um, a magazine, uh, some biscuits or can I do some shopping for you? Um, if it's your parents, please make sure that you call them regularly, uh, that you check in on them, that you go and see them, or you have them over for dinner, or even you take food over there and say, we'll come to you for a change. It uh, doesn't have to be a special reason. Um, just do it. Um, we never know how long they're here for. And most certainly, we do not want them to go out lone, miserable, and neglected just because your life was too busy. So make sure that you do connect with them by phone, uh, by dropping in, um, by actually having them over. Just do something, okay? Number two, visit a person on regular intervals. It's not only better that you call, but you see what is going on. It's getting a hug from you, that physical presence. That's really, really important. 
touch. Everybody likes that touch. Everybody likes the hand to be held or a hug. It, it's amazing what it does uh, to release the endorphins and, and that physical connection. And it's very, very important that people have that. That's why, of course, having animals is something that if seniors can have, that are easy to maintain, is very important because it keeps them alive, it gives them camaraderie, and there is a beautiful connection between a senior and an animal. It's quite beautiful. So the other thing is check out the community resources for elders. You know, um, where your parents or somebody you know that's on their own, is there something they can join that maybe they just can't get to? or you know, because maybe they don't have the internet, uh, they don't know what's going on around there. Maybe they can't afford to go and join something. But you could do on their behalf is look out for something that's going on. There are a lot of senior associations, but some people feel so shy about going there. Um, you know, like, I don't know anybody. Who would I talk to? And that's, you know, what those associations do. If you go to them and say, look, I know of a senior, they're on their own. If I bring them over, will you make them feel welcome and show them around so they can feel connected? Because it's like not just dropping them off and say, pick you up later. It's, it's about making them feel that they've got another place to go other than the home that they feel at home in. Meeting other people of their generation, sharing stories and just feeling connected. They're all around us, folks. We just have to check on them. So um, take your aged person, senior, parents, friend, person you know down the road that's on their own. Take them to an event, maybe the theatre, uh, maybe at Christmas, a drive out to go and see all the Christmas lights and some hot chocolate afterwards. <gasps> um, you know, in the, in the summer, in the spring, out for a picnic. Just invite them along to go and see something, to go to an event. Maybe it might be your kids' play. Invite them to come along and see it. You have no idea of how far that carries them. That love, that heart, that laughter, that care, it carries them for quite a long time. So, the other thing is ask your aging parents or person about such things as lottery entri entries and contests. Uh, some of them can get quite addicted to this and, um, you know, maybe it's bingo or something like that. And maybe that's something they like to go and do, um, you know, check on the mail forms for them, see if there's any prizes going on, see if they've won. Also make sure that it is legitimate for them and they don't get targeted uh, because this happens such a great deal. And, uh, you know, of course, seniors are the first people that get victimized and things like this. So, you know, let them know that they can call you and say, look, before you go and commit to this or say yes to that or buy that, run it by you. And then they know that they're being looked out for. And that's just something simple you can do. Won't take much, will it? No. So if your family is not around you, um, and, you know, this isn't just your parents. You could have an aunt and uncle or anybody on their own, somebody that grew up next door, in the, you know, in the neighborhood. Um, if they're no longer around you because somebody has moved away, then that's okay. It's um, just, you know, reach out to them any way that you can. Okay? It's simple. Um, you could hire somebody close by. You could go to those associations and say, would you check in on them? You can let them know that they are on their own. Um, if you have the money, you can arrange for somebody to go by with food or with shopping and to check on them. 
my mother had care um, people who used to come and clean her house and she would cook for them and my sister who bit of a snob on this was like oh my goodness she's cooking for the help and my mum said but that I have somebody to cook for and I have somebody to eat with and they enjoyed the meal and they enjoyed the conversation so it was a two-way street that worked very very well for both of them so we've got to let kind of some old stigmas go by the wayside. Sometimes seniors love to cook, but they maybe need some help along with it because they haven't quite got, you know, that physical strength or motor, uh, motor skills anymore. So maybe the grandkids or some people can go along and kind of cook up some goodies for them that they can put on the shelf or in the freezer that they can bring out. You know, there's so many things that you can do. Having seniors coming along to a cooking class and, and sharing recipes um, be fabulous if you set one up for seniors teaching kids. How wonderful would that be for everybody involved? You know, like, look to see what's needed and what resources you have because senior people have our resources. Just take their years of knowledge of life, of skills that they've learned, and if they can only even impart one of those onto the youth today, what a gift it would be. It's up to us to make sure that we pay attention to that. Now, of course, you may have a senior that has physicality problems and they can't get around it as much anymore. Um, even if people go into a home, folks, and I did a series on this a little while ago. It's attached at the bottom of the thing. Some of the homes are horrific. They really are. It's um, They keep them drugged. Um, they keep them dumb so they don't have to look after them except for on visiting times and people just go there and you know thought that they were going to have interaction and end up just dying of even more loneliness so if you're going to send your loved ones to a home please make sure that you look at the um, long-term reputation of that place and that you can drop it at any time for a spot check and that you can even hire someone to do that and uh, that there is interaction because this is like you sending your child away to boarding school uh, some seniors have got to a point where they need that kind of care and if they do then they are vulnerable and please do not let that vulnerability be taken advantage of because that is criminal so, yes, okay, you work at and your wife works, your husband works, everybody works, and you can't look after the senior at home anymore. Um, you could create a nice space for them and have somebody come in, and that person can also help with other things. Um, it will cost a lot less and be so much more pleasurable than having to put somebody in a home. But if they are going to go into a home, it isn't that you now forget them or you get too busy just as you do with your kids' sporting events or with the things that you do yourself, certain days of the week are going to see the parents or the grandparents, and every day you pick up the phone and call. That is just something you need to make as a priority. They are human beings. They are relatives. So they are people that have walked the path before you. Respect, folks. Respect. A little goes a long, long way. So... Definitely, if you can, get them into the simplicities of a computer. How to email, how to get on Facebook, how to form a group, um, how to YouTube. They could spend hours looking at YouTubes 
and feel connected and, and be listening to beautiful stories. Um, you can find out all the seniors in the neighborhood and, and help set up their Facebook so they can talk and interact with one another. Most certainly interact with the family, set up Skype so they can speak to one another anywhere in the world. And uh, Facebook, of course, has video and phone on there. So as long as they're connected to another Facebook, they can phone through Facebook and they can video through Facebook. So Facebook actually is a really wonderful medium because it is an interactive medium. Um, and you could help set that up. Again, one of those videos addresses that with kids doing that with their elders. So this is something you could get the teenagers in doing and uh, helping them set it up. And it could be wonderful. And, you know, computers today, a small laptop, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Uh, just set them up with the simplicities, nothing difficult. Um, maybe they want to write their memoirs. So have Word document, have email, um, have Facebook, have Skype, have YouTube. There's so much there that that can they can interact with other people and feel that they're connected around the world. And it is an absolutely wonderful tool for them to use. I myself love for relaxation, just looking at wonderful postings, responding to them, listening to some great music on YouTube, watching some beautiful videos and stories. It's a real feel-good thing. And, you know, those times when you just need to kind of switch off from your world, it's a wonderful way to escape. So for a senior, why not? They may like to watch cooking shows. Um, the other thing, of course, is that um, you can get TV shows on there that they can, um, you know, that they could streamline. But of course, they do have TVs, so make sure that they're utilizing their TV and all the channels that they want to get the best as they can. It's about you helping them because they were there for you when you were young. Be it your parents, your grandparents, an aunt or an uncle. Maybe it is somebody that lives down the road or next door or across the way or someone you know of that is on their own. They were somebody's parent or maybe they're not taking care of them and maybe they're just nobody left and they are so desperately alone. Do you remember that movie Up where he and his wife were always going to go traveling and then life got in the way and they never did it and then she died and then he decided to take the house traveling to where she wanted to go. So many um, of our elders, of our seniors, have not been able to follow that path that they've wanted to follow like we have. Travel is so much easier for us today. Um, we can get in the car, we can get on a plane, we can go on a train, we can backpack. Um, it's just so much more open than it was to our parents' generation or your grandparents' generation. And so, again, the internet can bring that world to them. But, you know, it's just having them understand that they can still travel out there in the world from their seat, from their comfort. And, you know, it, it could be like in my case, my mum was back in England. Uh, she was with my brother and sister. Um, I was here in Canada, so I didn't get to see her very often, And um, but I phoned every week, and for a while we could do Skype until she couldn't get out of bed anymore, so it was just the phone, and then uh, it got to a point where she couldn't really hear me, but she just knew I had called, and it was enough to say, hello, I love you, and it went a long way. She died at 95, but even though she had my brother and sister around her, funny enough, she still felt alone. Maybe that's where I got it from. Loneliness is 
a lack of connection. It's like don't speak at them or shout at them because they're a bit deaf or get impatient with them. Yes, they move slower. Yes, they have harder hearing. Yes, the world is different to yours. Slow down. Take your time. And you may have to repeat things and you may have to hear the same story again. And they may have forgotten things. That is part of getting older. But that doesn't mean they're any less valuable. Or they haven't got anything still to contribute. We have got to stop being a disposable society. We throw everything away. And we are quite disgraceful about it. We don't recycle. Uh, we don't reuse. We don't recreate. We just throw it away. It's no longer of use instead of looking at um, repairing it. Now just go out and get a new one. And we're doing that with people, which is very, very disgraceful. Um, you've used people up. They're no longer of use to you. And off you go on your way to do something different. Not acceptable, folks. Just simply not acceptable. We have got to stop. Looking at people as a disposable commodity. It took nine months for a child to be born. It takes 16, 17 years for it to grow to maturity. Then there are the years of, of finding their way and carving their path, which is another 12, 13 years. And then there's the years of raising their own children and contributing back into society. And then there are the years where they're meant to sit back and relax because they've done their work all their lives. And they're now meant to f you know, enjoy the, the benefits of that and time with each other. But so many people get robbed of that wonderful experience of time with their loved one in the senior years. Somebody dying earlier. Sometimes a case of somebody having that mid-year or older year life crisis and, and leaving their wives um, for whatever reason it is is that they're entitled to their retirement they're entitled to that time together and it's sad that so many people only get it when they literally can't work anymore um, and they're so tired now oh they don't have much money because what they've retired on is is just enough to keep their roof over their head and not much more but they, they still had each other. So for those that don't have each other and don't have any money and are struggling to keep warm and uh, have food and a roof over their head, you know, it's wrong, folks. It's, it's wrong. So let us have a conscience. Let's reach out to people. Let's care. I'm talking about the seniors and our elders today, but <coughs> excuse me, I'm also talking about our homeless. I'm talking about our people out there in the streets that don't have a home anymore, don't have anyone to go to, that are out there on their own. I saw a beautiful video today of a guy who parked his car and walked off and the guy sitting there begging shouted after him but he didn't hear him and took his money and fed the meter for two hours. And that whole two hours the guy whose car it was was filming him and saw him get up every half hour and put another or whatever the change was into the meter. Eventually he came up to me and he said, why were you doing that? And he said, well, I don't want you to get a ticket. And he said, but it would have been my ticket. 
this is your money, this is what you've got to live on. Well, you know, I've had a hard time, man, I know what it's like. Well, the guy ended up giving him a lot of money and thanking him and showing him humanity. Showing how people who either are down and out are generally the people that care the most. And sometimes bottoming out in your life really does show you how valuable life is, the things we have in our life, and each other. But I can tell you, every single person that is homeless, that's down and out, that is that is a senior, they will tell you what they're hungry for more than anything else is companionship, is connection, is that conversation with someone, being around people, being around laughter. When you do look at the homeless, you'll generally find that they pack together and they protect one another. And they're a very tight-knit community. And very often they don't move on from that because they value that community. We have way too many seniors in our world, stuck in some little room, cold, dark, alone. Let us make a difference. Let us reach out. Let us look to somebody that you've got in your vicinity, somebody around you, that can you can change their life. So one way or the other, one way or the other, something, a package, a book, an acknowledgement, an invitation, something. Look to what you can do. Maybe they belong to a church and they can't get there anymore. Go to your pastor and say, is there anybody that used to come here that's not coming anymore? Reach out to find out why. Maybe they just, just can't get there. And maybe amongst, amongst your church, look at somebody hosting a dinner or a lunch for them once a month, once a week, a different person. It is time for it to step up and care, folks. We are the difference they need. We are the difference to the planet. We are the difference to each other. We have to step up and care because that's what it's about. Please don't throw away the elders just because they're older. Don't throw them away because you can't see any use for them anymore. Don't ignore them because you haven't got time for them. Don't disregard them because you have to repeat yourself or because they require a little more of your patience. Don't be so disrespectful. Understand the road that you walk on today was paved by them. Their sacrifice, their strife, and now here they are in the world just asking for some time, some kindness, some caring, and most of all, some connection. So reach out to somebody you know. Somebody you know lives around the corner or down the street and care. Find out their name. What you could do for them. What's their favorite chocolate bar? Something. Anything is better than nothing. Find out something about them and reach out in any way that you can. Please. Because that is what caring is all about. So don't throw away your seniors, your elders, but reach out to them 
young ones, middle age, almost seniors. Reach out. Don't let them be forgotten. Because one day that may be you, and you wished that you had cared a little more before. Uniting our youth and our seniors together is absolutely wonderful for both parties. So much to learn, so much to be inspired by, so much exuberance. Please, folks, it doesn't take much, but my God, it means so much. Time to care. Okay, reach out and make a difference in someone's life. Bye for now.